Welcome to this episode of the Thinking Big Podcast. In today's episode, we are going to be talking with Peter Snowart from PS Grow about selling without selling your soul. If you're someone that's doing a side gig or a side hustle right now, learning how to sell and connect and not feel like that dreaded car salesman is pretty vital. Welcome to the Thinking Big Podcast with Sean Osborne, the show helping you think bigger into your life and potential. Sean believes by equipping you with the tools, strategies, and philosophies required to be successful in all aspects of your life, you can achieve anything you believe in. Empowering our own growth makes a deeply positive and lasting impact on our lives, community, and our world. Now, here's Sean. With everything that's going on right now, you know, I know a lot of people who are either starting or they're doing a side gig. And I thought it would be great to have Peter on the show today. You know, Peter has been selling successfully in corporations and in startups. And I absolutely love his philosophy on selling because it includes a combination of both personal and mindset development. You know, we are all selling something. You know, it's either to our customers, to our employers, to our families. And he really believes that selling is an essential skill for everybody who wants to achieve their dreams. So Peter, uh, welcome to the show. And before we get into it, tell us a little bit about yourself. I live in Belgium, which is a small country in Europe. Um, everybody is at home right now, like I think in most countries in the world. And um, in my professional career, I have been selling for more than 25 years in um, business to business, especially IT software. And like some 10 years ago, I was working in a startup and the software was actually un unsellable. And um, I've moved to another company where I thought I was going to be, uh, again, very successful because I was used to being overachieving my target all the time. And um, I did that three years and I was like, the, the last year I was really stuck and my mindset was really below zero. And um, and then that's, that, that was for me a big opening and there was a big transformation. And also at the same time, I was starting to look at personal development because I used to think like 10, 20 years ago, that was complete BS. But um, then I discovered, yeah, things like Tony Robbins, etc., etc. I, be I became a huge fan of personal development. And at the same time, I changed also companies in a company where I really believed in. And, um, and I'm now there working for more than five years. And a lot of people in the environment professionally were asking, how do you do that? How do you, how do you sell? And that's why I, two years ago, I came with the idea of starting a podcast, but like many people, I was procrastinating and it was more an idea, but the idea I didn't execute and so on and so on. And uh, six months ago, I put it on a paper, some ideas. And then in January, I started calling it selling without selling your soul and it really selling in an authentic way because I really believe that everybody is selling something even when you're not selling software or, or a thing but you're selling a service or, or a product or even an idea or a vision yeah so, even if you're selling you know even if you're selling yourself within a company I mean no matter what you're you are always selling yes yes and and I really believe that selling has a very negative, sleazy perception. I don't know in the US, but in, in Europe, it has a very negative way. If you say you're a seller, they look at, look at you, okay? 
and they 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 see that as some used car salesmen, right. yeah, people uh, looking sharply and uh, fast talking, and um, that's why I want to do actually the other way around to really create a new definition for selling and influencing people that they can sell, but in an authentic way, and that they can be themselves, but right. be themselves. Yeah, and it's, so, uh, and it's you, know, you know, I'm not sure how it is in, in, in Belgium, but I know here, you know, one of the big things in the U.S. right now is, you know, the side gig, you know, people doing things on the side and selling on the side. You know, you've got all these, you know, network marketing companies and these, you know, uh, relationship marketing companies. And you talk, you know, I've got, you know, I've got clients that, you know, that do that. And it's people do not like to sell. They do. They, they think it's a sleazy thing to do. And yeah. it's, that's like, it, that's one of the hardest things for people to do when they're, when they're especially yeah. going into a side gig and selling's not their career is, yeah. you know, how do you do that and not feel sleazy? Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's the same over here. Right? A lot of people, they, they invest in these network marketing things. Then they create a sales funnel and they think that doing some Instagram or Facebook marketing or LinkedIn marketing uh, com combined with these funnel techniques, automatically their customers will come to them and the revenue will come to them. Right. But it isn't. It's just nope. a piece of the, of the system. I mean, if you have the system, it's great, but people buy really you, who you are. Right. Yeah, and it's you know I, I've looked at it in the past is you know it's it's not about making a sale it's about starting a connection starting a relationship you know that's to me that's where it all comes from it's it's the relationship yeah and this is actually where I see a lot of people go wrong is in they start qualifying by do you have money do you have budget do you have a time do you have a need and when they say yes then they will start engaging and connecting I mean. I don't want to buy. I really want to know you. I, I want to see uh, the connection. And then when the co a connection or the trust is established, then you can sell me something. Then I can really yeah, appreciate the value that you, that you are giving me, right. but not the other way around. Right. And I think also it's, it's because of popular media that a lot of people, I mean, if you look at Wolf of Wall Street, for, in, for instance, yeah, they show it there and people think, ah, that's the way we need to sell. Hard talking fast and on the phone and, and be very slick, but there is no, not a real connection there. So I completely agree with you. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, uh, you know, it's it, for people who are not in the, you know, in the sales thing, it's, it's a very tough thing to, to do and to make those connections. That's why, that's why indeed for me, the, the connection is, is, is a thing, but also the intention. I mean, if you're entering a conversation, I mean, you have two ways or you say what's in it for me in, in terms of the seller or how can I serve you? And people non-verbally feel that what your attention is when you're entering in a conversation with them. They feel it automatically within two seconds. Okay, he's here, he or she is here to sell me something or he she is really interested in me, creating a connection. I really see how they can create value. And the thing is also that um, I don't know how young you are, but I assume a little bit in the same age category as me. So yeah. you were born without internet. I mean, I oh, assume yeah. around. Eh? So <laughs> well before. Is, yeah, yeah. But if you look at 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 uh, young youngsters around 14, 15 years old today, they have WhatsApp, Instagram. They they're playing games. They they're using Messenger, looking at YouTube films. And the thing is that I see if they then are entering the business world or just become independent doesn't matter then they 
they it's just like they didn't nobody teach them how to connect with somebody because they're really used to connecting via whatsapp or a digital device right. whereas in our in our age i mean yeah if the if the if our friends were not at a certain time yeah we would not see them so right. And that's and that's the thing. Our advantage, I really think, is that we we were brought up by yeah doing uh, people humans talking to other humans. Right. And I think with the digital explosion of tools, a lot of people think that is the yeah the the new gold. I would say, but it's just the other way around. In my personal opinion, the more we digitally become um, yeah automated, I would call it, the more noise and the more um, overflow of information there is right and then then we're going to look at peers um, and say did you try this course for instance or did you try this yeah but that's not true that's uh that's bs or no this is really great stuff you should look into that so we're going to really search for um peer connection i believe because a lot of people think yeah there's google but i mean i'm also i'm also a musician and um last year i wanted to buy an acoustic guitar uh, and I saw something a mid category around 500 euros, but there is a lot, a lot of, lot of guitars. And if you Google it, yeah, there are a lot of guitars. Just I, I just contacted musicians and asked them what is a good guitar, and that's for me very valuable information, right? Because it's somebody who is not earning money on right. me, right? And how do you how do you think that the you know the social media and the you know, all this stuff coming out, like the, you know, the artificial intelligence, especially yeah. in social media, how do you think that affects the selling? Because you kind of, in a way, you kind of lose the the personal touch, you lose the communication, and especially with the way things are going right now with, you know, everyone, you know, kind of being isolated, you know, how, how do you see the social media and, and that stuff playing into how we sell? Well, the thing is... Um... I think all the, the digital and social media is a great thing, but it starts and it ends with humans doing business with humans. Eh? For instance, we are having a conversation right now. After one hour, I will know a little bit about you, about your values, and I will have a perception who you are as a person. And based on that, I'm saying, interesting guy, I'm going to look up everything about you. And if everything, the things that you just explained to me, yeah, is on the same level, I want to I wanna buy something because then... I have the, the, the no like trust factor. I mean, right. because I like you, I'm going to buy something from you. But if you do it the other way around, so if you start from social media, you're presenting some kind of show um, perception of yourself. And then when you come into contact with that person and then the reaction or the behavior of that person is completely off compared to the things that he or she posted on social media. Yeah. I think uh, I will not buy. So I really believe that the principle of humans doing business with others is going to be, the, the connection is going to be the same, but it's just that social media can yeah, reach more people right. on, a, on a global scale. But I really believe that deep down, uh, all humans really want the same. And we real, all want to have that the, the real common connection. Right now we're sitting more than a thousand kilometers away from each other. And is it the same as being physically in the same room? No, but at least we can see each other in video and also listen very carefully at the tonalities uh, of each other's voice. And um, and th that's that non-verbal thing. Everybody has that in itself. In right. itself. So I I think it's a good thing. 
But at the same time, you have to make sure that the things that you are posting, that it's really 100% with who you are. Right, right. Now, does, what, does that make sense? Yeah, oh, perfect sense. And, and what, what is the biggest thing that you see in, in, in selling? I mean, what do, you, what do you think is coming up in the future with you know, all the stuff that's going on with the coronavirus and stuff? What do you think the biggest thing is for really connecting and selling right now? I mean, what, what do you think your biggest challenges are? Uh, that's a good thing. If we're now talking about the coronavirus right now, I think um, a lot of people ask me if it's good to prospect. And I think, yes, you should prospect, but don't go for the hard selling, the pushing style, because right now people are scared. A lot of people are afraid. They don't know right. what's going to happen. Also, they're working from home. Maybe they have their families with them. So, but at the same time, they also, I, here in Belgium, the sun is shining, uh, spring is coming. So this also means that people are more relaxed because there are less meetings. And I believe now it's a good time to connect, but not to sell. So to, to plant the seeds of relationships. And later on, when this storm um, is over, because I really believe that this will have a huge impact on the world and really we're going to a kind of transformation. I really believe right. that also from an economic level, things will never be the same again. I really believe that. And again, I mean, all technology is fine because I'm really in the cloud. So I am in, in, in very advanced uh, in, in terms of technology. But I really believe that that human connection, the human connection, the creativity, which is something never ever will be replaced by artificial artificial intelligence etc cetera, etc cetera. and i really believe if you can in terms of business i mean people are going to look for more fulfillment they were really right. looking for who am i what is my place in this world especially right now i mean if right. you have lots of money it's great but your money will not save you if you're ill and if you're in a bad shape that's correct it it, it doesn't care so this is really face reality. So for a lot of people is, is, is really going inside and really looking, what do I want in life? What do I want to leave behind? What are the values that I want to give to my children, for instance? And I really believe that the, um, the solutions and everything around that. So in terms of personal development, I mean, I think that is going to be exponential. And on a more professional, a professional, more business to business, I also think there that you see is that, uh, yeah, people want the people who are doing business on the long term and not the, the one-offs uh, just, just for the money. They really want, yeah, I, I really believe also businesses are going to switch from a, from a short-term thinking. Eh? We want to create share, shareholder value. For for the new um, the new quarter that is coming to more long term um, uh, way of business doing because their right. customers will not um, tolerate that anymore because they know I mean the proof is here right it's all it's all Mother Earth I mean the coronavirus is here and it's it's affecting yeah us humans so we have two choices or we do something very different and save ourselves as uh, the human species right. Or we become like the dinosaurs. Yep. And you talked about, you know, personal development. How do you think that, you know, goes? For me, you can never, you know, communicate or you can never lead or you can never influence someone if you yourself are not better. I mean, you have to be more to, to sell more. You have to be more to communicate more. You, to me, personal development is at the core 
of everything we do, not just in sales, but I, I, I'm in, and like you, I'm a huge, huge believer in, in personal development. You know, I'm with John Maxwell, you know, as an executive director with him, which is a, you know, a very big organization for, you know, obviously personal development and leadership development. But for me, everything, I don't care if you're in sales or if you're in any type of leadership at all, uh, personal development is, you know, we've got to continue and we've got to, you know, continue to push ourselves within personal development and grow. I mean, if we're, if we as individuals are not growing, I mean, we truly are dying. There's no stagnant. There's nothing about, I mean, there are, there are, there are only two ways. If you look at nature, there are only two ways that a tree or a baby is, is doing it's growing or it's dying. That's yep. simple as that. Yep. And a lot of people above 2025 really think that they stopped growing. They have some kind of general degree, eh? right? Um, and they and then they have a kind of general job. But with the internet, the digital, the coronavirus, I really believe that people are going to want more flexibility and really want to discover. Also, I don't know for, for, for you, but we have a lot of burnouts here, especially around people around 35 until 50, 45. Um, and it's really people who are not aligned doing jobs which are not aligned with who they are and personal development i mean i started with tony robbins and then went to jim Rohn and jay abraham and oh, yeah. and uh, so I, I bought everything of them and this is the big difference between europe and uh, and and us where and us personal development is born whereas in in belgium it's growing they they yeah if you start with yeah it starts with your mindset they look at you no, 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 it's hard working. And right. I'm like, nah, hard working doesn't scale. But go on and you you will see. So it just takes time. But I really believe also for myself, eh? I went to a divorce. I went to professionally through a, a very tough time. And then you have to look at yourself. And then personal development is the only way to grow and, and yeah. use it as a kind of a mirror and uh, to, to really grow. And when you realize that there is no destination, it's a journey. I mean, that's the fun part because you will never, ever stop learning. I mean, I, I can look or listen again to tapes of Jim Rome, like CDs or DVDs, um, and I will every time discover something new. It changes and there's it. always layers and layers and layers of like, oh, okay, okay, okay. Yeah, you always listen to that stuff where you're at at that, at that particular moment. It's like I've read a book, you know, for instance, Think and Grow Rich, you know, a hundred times. And yeah. I'm telling you, every time I read it, they somehow they put new pages in there that that I never uh, never saw before because it's <laughs> it seems all the, brand new at the time. Do you? If I also read it uh, multiple times, do you know "Think and Grow Rich" with peace of mind? Because that's a book which is not so known, and that's actually a book that he has written um, several years after he has written uh, "Think and Grow Rich" with the results of that very successful people right. who were then in jail or something else. So, and he then added some extra lessons and it's also very interesting. Yeah. Yeah. And then uh, the part of that, that, uh, the, you know, the success, the laws of success that he, yeah. which is a big, big, much bigger yeah. book than, than T-A-G-R. So how do you think, I, I think, you know, not only in selling, but I think in general, you know, this is really going to have an effect on how we operate and how we see you know how we see things how we communicate with people how we really how we do business and and again selling is 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 a huge thing but man i think it's going to completely change the face of of how we how we do things 
Yeah, I agree completely. Like I said before, I really believe that um, the, I, I don't say 100%, but I really believe that the, the corporate way of working, so hey, you go to university and then you, then you sign up for a corporate to work there for like 30, 40, 50 years. I mean, I, I think that it's going to be over um, because the people who are really going to today, because they have lots of time, of course, and they are getting sometimes also bored. And boredom is actually a very good thing because it pushes you to reflect and, and also to be creative. And yeah. like I said before, I mean, people are really going to stand still, to pause in their lives. I mean, this is what you do with coaching. Eh? I mean, you're going to take a mirror and you're going to look at the past and you want to look also where do you want to go and who do you want to become? Right. And to, in five years, who are you? And a lot of people, that question is like, um, um, I don't know, because they're so living on an autopilot. Right. And they're, get, they're getting up, getting breakfast and traffic jams, um, which we have a lot in Belgium, especially around Brussels, the capital. And then, um, then they go home at, at night, uh, again in a traffic jam, maybe see the children for half an hour if they're lucky or maybe not. And then uh, watch some uh, Netflix and um, go to sleep and repeat that process all over again without thinking actually, thinking actually what they are doing because they really carry the weight in the, yeah, the daily rat race, I would call it. Right. And by, pause, by this pause, because we're forced by nature of this pause, it's really about, yeah, I mean, I can die tomorrow. It can be your last week. To uh, What are you going to do? Is this really how you want to spend your life? Is this really how you spend your last days? Right. And, and so I really understand that a lot of people, a lot of the majority actually are living in fear. But like if you also invested a lot in, in personal development, you know what you focus on, you will give strength. So yeah. if you focus on fear, what do you get? More fear. Yeah. yeah, indeed. Yeah, so you focus on so, it grows. That's for sure. Yeah. So, so, so for me, it's more like, what is the opportunity here about yourself, about your future self? What do you want to do? I mean, it's it's very easy to say to your children, yeah, yeah, chase your dreams. If you're stuck in a corporate job uh, and get actually giving away your hours for um, as a, as a, as a slave for some money every month, right? Instead of uh, instead of really living your passion <clears throat> and <clears throat> like myself i'm working in a, in a company so i'm doing both eh? i'm saying this is my passion and i also work at that company because um for me ps grow which is the name of my uh, my podcast <clears throat> is actually selling is the first topic because i wanted to start with something that i know and then switch very smoothly into more personal development but, but of course in a very gently way that, that I will not scare people. Um, that's why I call it selling without selling your um, uh, selling without selling without your soul. And the reason why I combine these two is because I, when I saw trainers or coaches in in the past and they were doing it full time, I sometimes doubted if they were on par or they actually sold something recently. They talked a lot. But I was like, I mean, the theories that you are saying, I mean, are they really yeah, actual for the times we are right now? Right. And, and this is the thing. I mean, I see a lot of seller, sellers, and this is for me the biggest trap, which I also uh, stepped in, is like, I'm now 44. 
I mean, you start your career around 23, 24, then you start to sell, then you learn a lot of things because you actually learn it by doing, then you follow some courses. And then you think because you're very successful and then you think oh, I mastered the trick. So you're actually going to do that trick over and over again. You're going to follow that same process over and over again. At a certain point, maybe you have to switch careers or change another company. And then you're in another market, another product, and you realize that your process is not working anymore because you're doing the same thing, but things have changed. The, maybe the market have changed. And this is actually the, the biggest trap that I see is that a lot of people arriving above 35 years that they are doing the same thing and they're not asking themselves every day, am I doing actually the right things? Right. And, and this is for me also personal developments because you have to actually yeah, sometimes reset yourself and relearn everything and really start, I would say every day, but regularly with a set of beginner's eyes and look at yourself, mm, can we do this more effective? Uh, right. Like the things I'm saying about with the engagement, for me personally, I live almost constantly in a kind of flow, um, which is a typical mindset that when I engage with, with a certain person and I really have an intention, how can I serve you? I know for sure three things or that seat will become a customer on a short term or he or she will me call me within one year because the time is not right right now right. or he or she will refer me uh, to his or her peers. So the second and third connections, which they, these people are becoming my ambassadors and a little bit my sales team. And this is creating a more a pool um, functionality than actually the push uh, like contacting somebody, do you want to buy this? This is the price, very cheap. And for me, this works yeah, smoothly um, because I know it's, it's, every conversation is okay, but this is really something by the use of personal development that I had to find out for myself and really reinvent myself right. the last uh, six years. Yeah, and I think, boy, I'm telling you, we're going to have to all learn a new way of, of doing things oh. with, with the way things are going. It's you know, There's going to be no way around it. We're going to have to kind of step back and then, like you said, be like a child. I mean, we've got to see, you know, how can we make it work in, in the way that the, the way that the world is right now? I mean, it's we still have to operate. We still have to do our things. And, you know, what can we do? And, and I'm actually, you know, kind of anxious to see what are some of the ideas and some of the, you know, the imagination things that are going to come from this? I mean, it's going it, to, it, as you said, it will force people to start thinking differently. And, and I think we're going to come, I think there's going to be some, uh, you know, some great uh, inventions really from, from this that, that comes out because people are going to start, they're going to have to start doing things differently and looking at things differently. And, and uh, their day-to-day -day life is going to be, is going to be different. And, and if you don't, Boy, you're not gonna. I don't think you'll 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 make it. Yeah, and I also think now you because the things you're saying, you just give me an idea. Is that I don't know for you, but um, I actually lived for more than twenty years really in my head, and then I was really rational, really a left-sided um, from the brains, and. I really discovered there's also something like you have the mind, but you also have the body and the heart. And once you start to realize that you are more than just your brains um, and use the full capacity of your body, 
uh, in every aspect, then um, yeah, it's a passion fulfillment that is not about the head. It's really about the heart and your gut feeling. And I really also believe that a lot of people, because of this, how do you call it, opportunity, tragedy, whatever you want to call it, that, that people are going to look um, at themselves because, yeah, they will see that the brain is just a part. Also, your ego is just a part. And uh, the question is, are you going to be a slave of your ego or is your ego going or your brains are going to work for you? Right. And that this is something that I see. I mean, you see it there, a lot of panic, a lot of fear, which is actually the thoughts, the story that you are building in your heads. And because you are also very... Um, very deep in the personal development, you know, that the story, your thoughts is actually creating, yeah, your life, of course. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, uh, yeah, it's, a, it's, it's going to be interesting to see what, what comes out of this and how, oh, kind of how things, you know, pan out, pan out from here. But, uh, man, it is, uh, it's definitely a changing landscape and there's, you know, I hate to say it, but there's going to be opportunity and there's going to be, you know, uh, and if you don't, if you don't grow to me, if you don't grow during this, you're, you're not going to make it very well out that out the, when things get better. I mean, I think we're yeah. going to, we're going to be forced to grow in order to survive the landscape of, of business, you know, in the next six, you know, six months to a, to a year, you know, who knows how long this is all going to, you know, go, uh, go on. Yes. And I also think that um, for the for the persons and also the, the organizations who are not prepared for this kind of uh, thing, that the next time, the next time that they will have some kind of, I won't call it disaster recovery plan, but some kind of, yeah, taking taking the opportunity um, and I think that's also also as a person. Eh? What, are you, what are you going to do when again? Because I really believe this is the first time. If I look, um, Bill Gates actually predicted this four or five years ago that this would happen. I mean, um, yeah, I don't know what is next, um, but it's it's actually you who is going to create your future. So um, so again, for me as a summary, I think really that, that hard connection. Right. Um, which was for me up till when I was 35, I would, when somebody would tell me, yeah, listen to your heart, I was like, excuse me. I mean, what are you talking about? But now I really discovered, I mean, your passion, your fulfillment comes from there. I used to, my goal when I was 20, I only had one ambition. It was become CEO and become a multimillionaire. But that doesn't make you any happier if it, if it doesn't have any fulfillment with nope. it. If it's not your passion, you're not you're you're still not going to be happy. You're yeah, still, that's yeah. that's that and that's that's the whole thing. Eh? I mean, a lot of people think, oh, um, I'm going to be happy when I'm successful, or when I have a lot of things, materialistic things, or when I have such a title, or such a car, or such a house, or such a wife, or whatever. And then you realize it's just the other way around. That's First, right. you have to feel that you actually are happy with the things what you have and who you are. And then you can actually um, um, start doing or having whatever you want. And this is such a simple thing, but I meet so many people who just don't get that simple concept yet yeah. because they, yeah, they, they, they didn't were, they, they weren't there. Right. 
Yeah, it's just like, you know, anything that you want in, in life. It's, it's uh, you know, again, like you're saying, most people wait until they either have the time or they know the people or they have the skill or they have, you know, whatever it is. And they don't realize that you've got to make the decision and do it to meet the people, to gain the yeah. skill, to, to do it. You've, you've got to do the, you got to do the work first before you feel like doing the work. I mean, yeah, that's true. I'm the same with the, with the podcast. Eh? Um, I didn't know anything about editing videos. I didn't know anything about recording videos. I didn't know anything about talking into a camera. I didn't know anything about color, coloring a video. I didn't know anything about YouTube, Instagram, algorithms, all that stuff. And so people were like, why are you doing this? I mean, why? I mean, what, why are you doing this? And I said, it's really about building skills and every video, every audio is giving me some sort of skills right. and every stop of the way. And I really enjoy that progress. So I right. strive for progress instead of perfection. And I look at now in March, I mean, if I look three, three months back, I was like, shit, I learned all these things. Yeah. And, and I enjoy that process instead of focusing on having like, I don't know, 1 billion subscribers. I'm like, no, I'm just starting and I'm grateful for every subscriber, for every comment that I have. Right. Um, and I enjoy that process. Um, I have a question for you. Yeah. I'm just, I'm reading a book of James Clear. I don't know if you know him. No. Who? James? G Clear. Clear. And Yeah. And the book is called Atomic Habits. And he's saying it's, it's not the goal that will make you achieve something is the system. Yeah. So if if uh, setting a lot of uh, the difference, like, the same thing between uh, winners and losers, they have the same goals, but the winners have really have a system and it's really having these tiny habits and, and it's really the compound of these tiny habits right. over time will make sure that you are achieving your goal. You were talking about cycling. He mentioned the, the British team like I don't know, five or ten years ago, they they really sucked at cycling. They, I mean, Tour de France, it was complete disaster. And then somebody else came, and then he investigated every detail. So about the the bicycles, the the mattresses they were sleeping on, the cremes they were, the gels they were using to to relax their muscles and, right. and things. Every every detail, every detail they checked, they checked. And then after a couple of years, they, they won a lot of Tour de France. And, and it's really about having all these tiny habits. So the, the principle is you have like, you change just 1% better of the thing you're doing right now. And you do that for every thing that you are doing. And then you have a kind of yeah, compound or exponential right. effect. And that's how you will uh, yeah, achieve. The goal is just to set the direction. Right. Yeah, and it's, you know, it's, we are completely creatures of, of habit and we either build poor habits, actually poor habits for me, they just come naturally, but uh, you either have poor habits or you have, you know, habits that, that build you habits that, uh, you know, get you to your goal. And it's, we are all creatures of habits where, and, and most of the time we are on autopilot. I mean, we, we yeah. are, we, we, we operate on, on autopilot. So whatever program you have put in there, that's, that's working, you know, when you're not, you know, that's boy. I'm 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 gonna pick up a uh, pick up that book. That sounds like a sounds like a good book. Yeah. You know, there's and there's a lot of books that that talk about you know the slight edge and and all these different books that have you know these habits and and just a slight change in the habits can either go up or down. 
depending on the habit. You know, just a, just a slight modification is, is on an upward swing and a slight modification down is on a downward swing. And, and, uh, yeah, our habits are, are, are everything, you know, we're habitual creatures. Yeah. But I, I, I can give you an example. Eh? One of the things that I learned and I find it really, it's, it sounds so simple is that I used to link my identity to my goals, to my targets. And because I was used to overachieving that target all the time, that was became my identity. But then that identity broke down at a moment where you don't overachieve again that target. Right. Because it's re it really feels, yeah, it, 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 it hurts. Eh? It's really, so uh, it came with a lot of pain. And then you realize right now that, I mean, having goals and things like that is very fine. But it, it doesn't, it is no longer linked to my identity anymore because I really know that life goes in ups and downs. And of course, I want to make sure that these ups and downs are not so drastic. But this is something that I see with a lot of people. They link their identity or part of their identity with some kind of yeah, goal that they want to achieve. Is it in personal? It is in professional life. And it makes them completely yeah, miserable if that um, goal is is not reached, but once you really discover that um, it's good to, yeah, to um, to own things, I would call it, right. but make sure that things don't own you. And it's the same with with these goals or with with some kind of type of of success. And for me, this was such an eye opener. Whereas if I was twenty, I would say, what, what is what is this now? I mean, so and. I find that a very strong lesson. Actually, they learned the hard way. Can you can you resonate with that? Oh or? yeah, yeah. Oh, absolutely. And it's like you can't be, you can't focus on the outcome because you never know what the outcome is actually going to be. So if you if you have yourself on on the outcome, we should be on the the journey, not not the outcome. It's to me, it's not how it's not where we go, it's who we become to get to that location. So, it's, yep. you know, you know, and again, you know, it's, when I was younger, it's like, I, I want to be a millionaire. Well, the, it's not about being a millionaire, but who am I going to have to become to be that millionaire? You know, who, who am I? What, how am I going to have to grow in order to get there? Not the destination itself. It's, it's who we become to get to that destination. No, that's true. That's, I completely agree. And it sounds so simple, but it's an, uh, it's a principle that um, a lot of people yeah, they don't think like that. They no. think in terms of do, have, be, but it's really be, do, have. Yes. Yep. And unfortunately, most people who do learn that is they learn it late in life. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Not yeah, young. Yeah. You know, they don't teach that in school. No, that's, that's, that's really a very important one is that, and I was also, yeah, I don't know in, in, at, at US, but here in Europe, I mean, the cultural belief is that are oh, you 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 grow up and then you go to university and then you have a degree and this is it and then you know enough but i mean you you don't because it's it's you you need to learn every every single day and you really have to invest your every single day right if if i talk about people about reading they look at me you're from 21st century, I believe. I mean, it doesn't matter if you're reading or if you're listening to audiobooks or whatever or podcasts. I mean, really invest in yourself. I mean, because otherwise, 
you will no longer be relevant the day after tomorrow. Yep. Because how can you create value? I mean, the world is changing at a pace so rapidly that you, if you don't invest in yourself, you're going backwards. And of course, in a day, people don't feel that. But, but of course, in, in, in a span of, of one or two or five years, then you will see the difference, of course. Right. You know, and it's, you know, to me, you, you've, you have got to get, I try to get at least uncomfortable, at least every day, you know, learn yeah. something new every day, put myself out there, you know, and like you was like doing the podcast. I had no idea what to do, what I was, but it was something to push me, something to get me to connect with people, to learn, to communicate better, to, you know, it's just going out and doing all these things just to help us grow and help us, you know, hopefully help someone, you know, along the way, but it's, it's about becoming more than who we were yesterday you know ultimately and the and, and the funny thing is that you it's a little bit similar like mine so i know your struggle and i know your journey very well um because i'm doing both i started with youtube and then later on i added spotify and itunes and i had to figure it out all by myself so but the thing is that um i really i I, I'm really I'm really aware of the the night before I was going to publish my first video, and then that that fear comes up. What oh people, yeah. What, pe- what other people are going to think about me is going to look professional. I'm not I'm not going to lower my value, and there is I don't know for I don't know the reason behind it, but there's still something in me. It was like fuck it, we'll do it anyway. Just publish it. And the things, the reactions that I get and got was really it's really authentic and. I think for me, that's really a compliment. I mean, I'm me and it's it's not going to be very smooth and maybe some a typical rock and roll because like I said, I'm also a musician, but it's just who I am. Right. Um, and I really believe that everybody has a gift and everybody has a special way of bringing his or her message. Right. Because also in personal development, a lot of these people are actually saying similar things, but, but in their own ways, fueled also with their own stories and which it makes it really great and that really connects with certain people i mean Ali, after this one hour conversation i really feel that we have very similar way of thinking about certain things and certain topics yeah although we live in different culture different countries etc um but you will connect with with peoples who with with persons who yeah find you who like you and, and who can uh, find something that they recognize in you and it's the same with me and i really believe that that in that way you're actually making yeah the world a better a better place and showing up and standing up and and really doing it i know now people who is who are so inspired oh i also want to do that right. and then i say but why don't you do it yeah but i don't have inspiration no no you just start and the inspiration will come but if you don't start yeah. And, and it all goes back to, you know, you have to make the decision first, you know, and only then do you get the inspiration, you know, and then you get the knowledge and then you get the time to do it. You know, we all seem to get that backwards. Uh, but anyways, I really want to thank you, Peter, for, for taking the time to talk to the Thinking Big Tribe today. You know, I will put all of your links in the show notes so people can get a hold of you. Uh, but you can uh, contact Peter directly at www.psgrow.com and check out his The 12 Lessons I Learned in Selling. That's available to you. I'm very grateful for the for the invitation and the time you took and uh, yeah, the great uh, the great interaction. Eh? Really appreciate it. <laughs>